Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. Tonight we continue our Lent service on the Lord's Prayer. In 1918, in a small farmhouse in west-central Minnesota, Dorothy Jessness was born. She was one of seven children, growing up with four brothers and two sisters. As she grew up, one of her chores was to help her mother make daily bread. They would make several loaves a day and use it in many different ways, as it was a main staple of their daily diet. As Dorothy grew up and had a family of her own, she passed on her bread-making skills to her daughter. And when her daughter Mary had her family, she still continued making bread the same way, but not daily like her mother, but often. There are a lot of steps in work that goes into making bread. I remember Mary, my mom, making buns when I was a young kid. She would be working on making the dough when I would get home from school. Then it needs to rise and knock down, which was around my bedtime. My mom would form the buns, and they would rise all night. The next morning, I would wake up to the noise of pans rattling in the kitchen and the smell of fresh buns right out of the oven. I would make a small hole in, in, the, in the hot bun and slide the butter inside, and that bun would just melt in your mouth. I would ask my mom if I could have another bun. I knew the answer before. I even asked, but out of respect of her and her hard work, I would always ask for another bun. Heavenly Father, Lord, we, we thank you that we know that you are here with us, Lord, and watching over what's going on in our communities, Lord, that we, we pray that you open our hearts here as we discuss more about the Lord's Prayer, Lord, that you've given us a guide, Lord, that you are here present with us. In your name we pray. So tonight we are at the fourth petition. Give us this day our daily bread. We're halfway through the Lord's Prayer. We've covered the introduction and the first three petitions. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. These have been about God, and rightly so, at the forefront of our minds would be God's name. His kingdom and his will, it corresponds to the ordering of the Ten Commandments, where the first three are about our love for God, before we get to the commandment about loving our neighbor. Likewise here in the Lord's Prayer, the first few petitions focus our minds on God and his priorities, which will in turn shape how we pray in a right way the rest of the way. This fourth petition serves as a pivot for the prayer and the rest of our Latin season. It marks a shift from petitions about God to petitions about us. Give us, forgive us, lead us, deliver us, all about us. Also, this petition is the only request in this prayer about our physical well-being. Six out of seven directly apply to the spiritual realm. This is the only one to deal directly with physical needs. In Matthew 6, 33, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. 
And these things include the stuff for which we pray the fourth petition. Things like food, clothing, shelter, necessities of life. It's okay to pray for these things. But Jesus is saying by placing this petition in the prayer, he teaches us, just not let them be the only thing you pray for. Don't obsess over these things. Your heavenly Father knows that we need them. He feeds and clothes the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, and you are much more valuable to him than they. So don't worry. Trust in your heavenly Father to take care of you, and he will. Which leads us to why we need to ask for our daily bread in this petition. Think about it. If Jesus tells us not to worry, and that our Heavenly Father knows our needs even before we ask him, and that he will provide for us, well then why are we praying this prayer? Isn't it a little bit unnecessary? If God gives us our daily bread anyways, then why are we praying for it? In Proverbs 30, 7 through 9, Two things I ask of you, O Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehoods and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and dishonor thy name of my God. If anything, maybe as Americans we should pray, don't give us quite so much daily bread. I could lose a few pounds or I get too many carbs as it is. But Luther explains why it's still good for us to pray this petition. Luther writes, God indeed gives daily bread to all men, even to the wicked, without our prayer, but, even, but we pray in this petition that God would lead us to acknowledge our daily bread as God's gift and receive it in thanksgiving. Praying this petition is a way for us to remind ourselves where our daily bread comes from. It doesn't come from Cashwise or Aldi. We may take, it, take that loaf of bread off the shelf there, but it's not really where it comes from. It doesn't come from the farmer who grew the grain and harvested it, or from the baker who milled it and baked it and sent it to the store. The loaf of bread you bought doesn't come from the employer who gave you the job and paid you the paycheck so you could purchase the bread. And it doesn't even come from you who had the skills to get the job to put the work in to earn the paycheck, after all, who gave you the talent and the ability to have a job and earn, the, earn a living. Everything we have, everything we own, and can buy, even a loaf of bread we put on the table, all of it is a gift from God. Now to be sure, God will use the grocer and the farmer and banker, baker, all of whom play a role in our being able to bring home a loaf of bread from the store. But behind it all, the unseen hand that is giving us our daily bread is the kind and merciful hand of our Heavenly Father. That's what we're doing when we pray this petition in the Lord's Prayer. We're recognizing that all the blessings we receive in our daily life come from God, the Father Almighty. And we are thanking him for that. We are trusting God for them, that he will continue these blessings upon us. These great gifts are not something we should take for granted. These great gifts are not something we deserve. Our Heavenly Father gives them all to us by grace. God the Father, loving kindness, is giving us our daily bread, is a piece of his great love in sending us a Savior and forgiving our sins. 
Otherwise, we would not enjoy the moment of the undeserved kindness of having a meal on the table and food in the pantry. But God's mercy is so great that he sent his own son to remove the barrier and judgment of our sin. Give us this day our daily bread and look at all that falls into this category. As Luther explains, daily bread includes everything that is required to satisfy our body needs, such as food and clothing, house, home, field, flocks, money and goods, parents, children, servants, godly and faithful rulers, good governments, seasonable weather, peace and health, order and honor, true friends, good neighbors, and the like. That's a lot of ingredients that go into one loaf of bread. Imagine if they had to list those things on the package. So these are all the things that you can include in your daily prayers when you come to this fourth petition. Pray for the government, pray for favorable weather, pray for the farmers and workers and all that goes into getting the bread on our table. And it's not just for you. Remember, you're praying, give us this day our daily bread. You and I are praying this prayer with the church as a whole, as a community. So are these these some of us that are in need of daily bread in whatever form, whether food or clothing, or a job or a meal or companionship, or help of one sort or another? By having us pray us and our, Jesus making sure we stay attentive to our neighbor's needs and not just our own. And maybe God will use us as a part of the answer. Lastly, we look at this day and daily. We also see this in Exodus 16, 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whatever they will follow, follow my instruction. Notice how Jesus put an emphasis on bread for this day in both. Not bread for next year or 10 years from now. Bread for today, this day. That's all you can use anyways. If we obsess about bread for the next year or 10 years from now, and our mind is racked with questions like, do we have enough? Where will it come from? Then we're going to overload ourselves with anxiety. Rather than that, Jesus teaches us to trust in the Heavenly Father This is not to say that we can't do some wise financial planning and exercise prudence. We can. But our Lord would have us rely rely on the rest assured in the kind, loving provisions our Father in heaven. He says in Matthew 6, 34, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And sufficient for this day is this brief plead of give us this day our daily bread. It may seem like a simple petition or even an unnecessary one, but really there's a lot involved in this petition. Thanksgiving, trust, recognizing all the many gifts we receive every day from our Heavenly Father, all of them given by grace. And there are so many things to pray for included in this petition. All the factors that go into putting bread on the table. There is a concern for others built into this prayer in the us and the hour of this petition. And there is a day-to-day trust in God to provide for us our daily bread.